Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Falls on a Hill podcast, where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. Whew, I'm Cal. In Dag Scythe? Uh, no. No. Scythe Dag. Scythe Dag. Scythe Dag. Pen Piddin. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I called you a dickhead in, in uh, Welsh. Uh, I'm Cal. And this is my favourite time of the week because I am joined by my lovely boys, Yanni and Liam. How are we? Good. Uh, as you can tell, flew up Marsh speaker. <laughs> um, I'm good, man. I saved the hedgehog the other day. <laughs> Do you know I've been waiting for him to tell the story. Oh, I just, uh, remembered. I, I just remembered them. Go on. Run and straight. So we, we were out somewhere, I can't remember where, and then came back. That part's pretty boring. But as we yeah. were pulling into the drive... Could have um, the first part of that story, really. Oh, well, because we were driving into into drive, and I noticed just outside our kind of the front of our house, there's a little grassy patch, and I noticed a hedgehog. I thought it's a little baby hedgehog, but it was the middle of the day. Hedgehogs famously nocturnal, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> famously, um, little tiny thing, just little ball of spikes, and I thought I don't know what to do here. So I mean, literally, kind of stood with it for a minute, trying to um, trying to work out what to do. Tried to call different places, couldn't find anything. Anyway, eventually I went to go and grab a box from the house and Lydia was watching it. And this fella that lives up the road, a little bit, bit of a sky fella, um, came over, picked it up, took it across the road, dropped it in the field. I was like, I don't want to keep hold of that. It gets used to people. You'll end up dependent on you, which is questionable. I don't know if it'll become <laughs> dependent on me over one day. Um, but okay, sure. For, well, it's in the field now. It's fine. Um, like 20 minutes later, I went out to put something in the bins. And he shouts from across the road. Even though after he dropped the hedgehog, he went home. <laughs> the fella, even though he dropped it and went home, he came back and he was with his partner, I assume is his partner. And they're like, oh, can you, the hedgehog keeps trying to come out of the field onto the road. Can you look after it? And I thought, what? Uh, yeah, all right. And I was like, I'll get a box. So now I'm in charge of this hedgehog. So I got a little box, stuck it in the box. Give it some, like, uh, we'd just thrown away some old pillows, so we had, like, I took the fluff out of that for it. And um, give it some dog food and shit, which it loved. Called it Porky. Um, <laughs> and kind of kept it sealed in this box in our little coal shed. Um, with the plan, tomorrow there's a, a place just across the road that's like a little farm. I don't really know what the actual main purpose is, but they have animals. Um, so I was just going to take it there in the morning. So you've still um, got the hedgehog? No. Oh. Well, this was Sunday. Oh, so right. this was This all happened on Sunday. Right. So the plan was on Monday morning I was going to take it. But then it got to like 10 o'clock at night, and I was like, well, maybe I should just go and take it. Like, there's a woods just over there. I'll just go and take it to the woods. So I got Lydia in the car. I was like, right, we're going to the woods. Um, so I took Porky in a box. That's the first time she said that. <laughs> um, wandered through the, the woods in the pitch dark. It's a place that we go with Mango sometimes to walk, but we've not been in a while, and this particular path had overgrown a lot with nettles, and I was wearing shorts. That was wow. very fun. Um, got up to a reasonable spot, opened the box, pinged her out, um, and like used a bit of the... I broke a bit of the box off and like lifted her and put her into the bramble. Straight away spotted a little slug. She was having a good time with that. And off she scuttled into the into the wilderness. So not so dependent on you after all. Yeah. No, not at all. But I was very sad. I felt a very deep emotional connection to Porky in our brief time together. Ah. Well, this isn't the first time you've had a hedgehog, is it? No, I had a pet hedgehog. <laughs> what? Yeah. You you both know this. Tell me you don't know this. 
Uh, uh, maybe, but maybe. I don't know. I can't remember when this was, actually. It was this college time. Yeah, I guess we were. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Close then. Um, Prime time for yeah, a pet <laughs> I had a pet hedgehog, an African pygmy hedgehog uh, called Prinny. I do remember um, the name has rung a bell. Yeah, and she <laughs> shit everywhere and ran around all night and kept me awake. I had her for like two weeks and then <laughs> sold her. Sold her on. That was one thing about this hedgehog. When I opened the box and tried to lift her out, I stuck my finger straight into hedgehog shit. It's just <laughs> very messy. It was everywhere. It was all in the box. I mean, she was scared. but well, I will say that when I went, I went to check on her a few hours after we first found her, and she was fast asleep in a box. So I think I made the right decision. They are nocturnal. She was having a kip <laughs> during the day, and now she's safe in the wilderness, hopefully and not been eaten by a bigger predator. Yeah, you don't need to worry about that, though, mate. As far as you're concerned, she's living a happy life in the woods. She's having a great time. I, with the place where I put her, I saw a snail, slugs, and little maggot things. I saw all sorts of little creatures there that she could have a nice little feast on. So, yeah. <laughs> did her best for her. I'm assuming she's a she. Just because of the kind of connection we, we share. Just because of the pus. <laughs> could, tell, could tell from the vibes. So that's my hedgehog story. Thanks for listening. Brilliant. That was, that was wonderful. You, that's your good deed of the day. Now, I mean, that covers yeah. at least a month, I'd say. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a month long good deed. That is true. I'll be riding that one for a couple of months, I reckon. Yeah. Might need it. Um, yeah, are we a music podcast? Chance, we are a music Sorry? podcast. And this week, <laughs> the best festival that none of us have been to happens. Um, yeah, so really, is it the best festival? Uh, good yeah. Question. Uh, yeah it true. looks magical, even on BBC. So I can imagine being there would just be an out-of-body experience. And that is Glastonbury, everybody. Um, did we all did we all enjoy it? The BBC coverage, that is, not not Somerset. I watched um, yeah. several yeah. sets on uh, iPlayer. Mm, I made I a list before, and it was quite a lot that I watched, actually. I'm I've sure. not really seen that much yet. Um, this is my first day off since Glastonbury started. So once we've wrapped up recording, I'm going to go through quite a few. But I did watch Krangbin and fucking hell. Fucking hell. Not to be said, though. Well, that In I'm not very few say. words. Yeah, just for great time. The thing with Krangbin is, like I said to you, I've only ever watched live videos. Um, <laughs> which, you know, if you, if you know, you know. I know, um, I know. And I think they're very good. I've just never really enjoyed their music very much. Um, to, just to listen to, do you know what I mean? I just never really got into them. Mm. Well, since watching that, I've listened to their Spotify stuff quite a bit, and it's just vibey, man, vibey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I would love to go and see them live. The the stage setup that they had, I think they were on the Greenpeace stage, maybe. And there's like loads of fairy lights and shit, and it was just, it just looked good. Just looked good. It was, it was it just it was your favourite that you've seen. My favourite that I saw was either Kendrick, because mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. I've seen Kendrick, yeah. Um, or Idols Pretty Hood. I miss Fontaine's. I need to re try and watch that. Fontaine's, I wouldn't. I know we obviously went to see them. I only watched like four songs, um, and it wasn't quite as good as when we saw them. Yeah. And like they didn't have the same like you know the stage had like the the flowers and stuff yeah and the flashing lights on the letters didn't have any of that which oh. is weird 
Uh, it was like a, a worse set for some reason for Glastonbury. Um, Jack White was good. Jack White was really good. I, I watched it from the latest track he released. It's a single. Uh, I can't remember what he... That might have been it. But one of the new songs off of his new album that he played was really good. Yeah. Something about uh, t- Tricks, is it? Or something? Yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah, the one. Yeah, that was really good. And of yeah. course, Lazaretto was really good. That's a very basic I missed that one because he played that, that earlier on. I think. That was a good set. He played really well. Like, he's got this kind of like way of playing that reminds me of like, um, like Jimi Hendrix. Like, he's just kind of like, it's part of his body. And the way he like moves with a guitar is very kind of interesting to watch. I like that. Yeah. One of the um, ones I was most interested in watching was Eve Tumor. And I yeah. got about 20 seconds into Jackie, well, into the vocals of Jackie. And it was fucking awful. So I turned it I off. did not yeah, realize they were playing. Yeah, it was, uh, it was either deliberately out of time or there was some sort of technical issue uh, yeah. with the backing track. And it just was not very good. Um, yeah, I do I want watched, to go back I and watch watched... Kerosene, though, because that's a fucking tune. I watched until Kerosene. And then I checked up the set list and realised they weren't playing um, Licking an Orchid. I was upset, so I didn't carry on watching. But Kerosene was good. And um, what's the other song called? Uh, Dream Palette. No. So it's Strawberry? Strawberry Privilege. No, that wasn't on there either, I don't think. It was the the, the main one. The main one off the album. I'm saying that. Maybe I just think it was the main yeah. one. Dream Palette. That was pretty good. No, it wasn't Dream Palette. This is... We're going to have to find out. Oh, well, this anyway, is boring. Um, a couple of songs are pretty good, but I stopped watching. Um, I watched... I've just counted now. I watched at least like two or three songs from 19 different performances. Wow. Well, um, uh, Gospel for a New Century is the song. Oh, uh, of course. Of course. Of course. My, um, Sam Fender was good. Sam Fender was Sam good. Sam Fender was good. Um, Wolf Alice was very good. The only problem good. for me for Sam Fender was it was exactly where, like when we went to see him. Okay. Which of course it's going to be because he plays the songs well and they're very kind of straight songs. It did, yeah, it did make me realise that most of his songs are very similar, unfortunately. Hmm. Though, um, Olivia Rodrigo was really good. I'd never, I didn't watch that. Big up Lily Allen. That. Yes, good I time. knew about that. But. That um, wasn't BBC cut that, you know, you know? Well, yeah, they, they also did. cut all the swearing. They did, but then they uploaded just that track to their YouTube. So you know, uh, okay, very strange, well, play, very yeah. strange decision. Uh, Blossoms brought out Mel C to yeah, cover "Spice Up Your Life." Good, that was actually a very good cover. Yeah, because um, that could have that could have been awful. Last night I started to watch Jamie T um, because I heard rumours that he was off his yep. face during the whole performance, <laughs> and I can. Mm-hmm. Certify that he was off his face during the whole performance. He played very well, though, considering. He, yeah, he, I was he quite did. impressed. I <laughs> watched very high energy uh, on YouTube. And yeah. But fair play to him. Living his best life. Yeah. Um, uh, confidence, man. They were really good. Yes. So, yeah, they were great. Um, made me listen to that album they just released. And as I messaged in the group chat, fantastic album. Highly album, recommend. Mm, Honestly. It's a good time. All right, yeah, you just don't enjoy yourself then. Um, <laughs> um, I can't uh, think of anyone who I'm trying to trying to watch now. Really, I, I need to get through the Maca set because that's like. Uh, yeah. I, I had some like comments on minutes. that. I had some comments. Um, it's it's upsetting. Him and Diana Ross are sort of uh, butchering their own music. But you've got to uh, admire him playing thirty-five songs, just under three hours. The man's eighty. Yeah, I get that. But also, stop. 
I watched like 20 minutes and he sounded good to be fair wise, so I was quite impressed of it how well he sounded. The, but the weird parts were like anymore. the really high bits that, you know, you sort of know Paul's voice for sort of reaching, but the almost falsetto that mm. he reaches with his voice were, were pretty much bang on. And it was just sort of like the middle bits that were very mm. like ropey. It was very strange. Because mm. um, I mean, like Helter Skelter, you'd think there's no way he's going to do that any justice. And it, that was all right. Obviously, it was he wasn't quite reaching it, but it was at a note that was sort of yeah uh, reasonable. But then he played um, maybe I'm amazed. That was awful, like <laughs> really bad. The vocals on that was shocking. Um, and he did struggle with band on the run a bit, which he got Dave Grohl out for. Um, there was some crossing over of their mics as they were right next to each other. And I think he may have had a backing track for some of the songs, if not all of them, Paul did, very faintly. And he could pick it up when there was, like, both of them singing because it was, like, sort of bleeding through on different Mm. mics. It's what it sounded like, anyway. Um, But, yeah, phenomenal that he's still doing this at 80. Um, But just stop (laughs) now. Uh, You've got the legacy. You know, you've you've now done Glastonbury, like, you know, do it, stop it. Um, what did we, did we watch Kendrick, any of them? Uh, I saw, I, I saw a couple of songs. I will be watching the full set today. Uh, yeah. Looked incredible. It was really great. The only problem I had was that there was a lot of stopping. Um, now, I think there was a point where he had to get, uh, you've probably seen images or clips of it where like the crown bleeds mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. haven't spoilers um and there was a point where he went away for like five minutes and came back with his shirt sort of untucked from his pants i presume that was to put some kind of like blood pack in him squirter yeah squirter um <laughs> but he was gone away for a, a long time and it sort of seemed a bit weird but there the... was a lot of stopping and starting the, um, the broadcast is an hour delayed, so why didn't they just fucking cut it out? <laughs> I don't know. Surely um, that's why there's an hour delay to cut out things like that. So you can watch it how it was done, Callum. You want well, to I have like no idea there. it was an hour delayed. Yeah, I'm sure Macca came but, on at half nine, but the broadcast was half ten. Sure. Uh, well, I feel like Kendrick started at quarter to ten when I watched it. I don't, know. I don't know. I thought it was. Um, but anyway, Can yeah. I tell you who else was good? Cool. Well, Noel Gallagher. No, I don't watch Noel Gallagher. That was silly. He was all right. Um, Courtney Bonnet was good. I missed that. Uh, it was Stella Musgawa on drums from Warpaint. Ooh. Uh, not on drums, sorry. On like keys and percussion. You know, the the other guy on the stage kind of situation. Uh, Declan McKenna was good. I forgot. Oh, I, I do want to see Declan, yeah. I was genuinely surprised that, like, I was listening to I was like, God, this is a fantastic set. And then I remembered, oh, he's got two albums of bangers. So, like, that's, mm. of course, it's going to be a good set. Um, but genuinely very good. Um, and Warm Doucher. They yeah. were great. You should definitely watch them. Who else is on my list? Big Thief were pretty good. Uh, I think that's everyone I watched, really. I watched a bit of Metronomy. Yeah. Didn't really sound that great, I don't think. I really want to watch Self Esteem. I've heard good things about her set. I was I listened to like three songs and wasn't really into it at all. Fair enough. Um, that doesn't tell you much though. I, know, I, I uh, definitely enjoyed that. I, I watched a little bit of Charlie after uh, 
Kendrick. And yeah. it was good. He didn't get the same kind of feeling that he did when obviously we were actually there, Liam, but um, it was still a solid uh, yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Clastonbury, uh, complete. Complete it, mate. Complete it. We'll have to try and go next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, try as we might, we may <laughs> never go. <laughs> yeah. As long as, as, uh, long as we try. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll, we'll have a press pass next year. Who knows? Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we'll get a press pass. Oh, yeah, 100% that'll happen. Um, if you're listening out there, uh, Glastonbury organisers, you know, sort of. Emily, out. come on. Yeah, Emily. Fun. <laughs> um, uh, moving on, maybe. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Yeah, what's the story? What a week for Joe Carey. The Joe? The Joe. Oh, is that who this is? Yeah. I knew you yeah. wouldn't know. I was going to surprise I, I, you I thought that, but I was doubting myself. Um, Joe, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Keary, Mr. Mr. Steve Harrington, Mr. Hare has announced that his second album called The Side is coming out on September 16th. He needs to decide on a nickname. <laughs> uh, released a new song called Change, which we'll cover in what I'm going to say about two and a half minutes, approximately, <laughs> maybe maybe three and a half. Let's see. Um, okay. And Stranger Things Series 4 Part 2 is coming out on Friday. Are we excited? No. Yeah, no. grow up and watch it. Liam, I don't I've know. I've tried to. I didn't enjoy it. For fuck's sake. I didn't enjoy it. I watched, like, I've watched the, that first episode at least six times. Yeah. And you not need to get past it because I did that. Me. I have got past it a few times, oh, but say. not much further. I've got to get through four, I think, and that's... God, I don't get the appeal. Oh, fair enough, really then, because care. Series 1 is significantly better than the rest, and then Series 4 has reached them heights wow. again. So if really you didn't like Series that. 1, then yeah, don't watch it. I watched a clip of um, everyone's raving about recently from with the Kate Bush song in the background while she's running away from Vecna. Vecna. And that... Was cool to watch. And yeah, very, that would have emotional very weight tense. as well if you cared as well. Well, it was very tense to watch, even though I had like no emotional attachment to any of the characters. Um, but yeah, just just stupid program. I really think you'd like it, Yanni. I really uh, do. But tell you what, I know that you don't. Or that you do like. Sorry, that was that was not. We're in the the land that you don't like. We're about to go. To the hot off the press section. Scorch it. Wolf Alice are here. Not in my house. Oh, um, in my house. Wolf Alice are playing in my house. Sorry, my Daft house. Punk are playing. Yeah. Um, and they have released a an acoustic version of a few songs from Blue Weekend called Blue Lullaby. Uh, not gonna go lullaby version, Cal. <laughs> Come on, get it right. They're called lullaby versions. The EP called Blue Lullaby. Uh, well, anyway, I'm not gonna go through the tracks individually because my my friends have not listened to the to the EP, and they don't really do anything different to the album tracks. They're just lovely versions. Um, Ellie has a great voice. They are very nice songs. I love the album. You two didn't. Um. So I don't really know what to say about that. Do you know what, Carl? I I did listen to Lipstick on the Glass in full. Yeah. 
And I very much enjoyed it. This version or the album version? This version, Lullaby version. Yeah. Um, and I just, just in the interest of time, uh, had to skip the rest. Um, but I skipped through them, and they all sound very nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I particularly like that Lipstick on the Glass song. Good. I might give the album another go. You really should, because it is wonderful. I might do. They've had a very busy week, from what I hear, Wolf Alice. They yeah. have. Struggling to get to Glastonbury and then getting off everywhere. Yeah, Love Island. Here we are, approximately three and a half minutes later. I think I was pretty much. You were. It's been three minutes and seven seconds. When you said I'll that. give that. I'll take that. Round up. I'll you can't. It. You can't round oh. down. Thank you. Um, to Joe Carey. To Joe. Change is the track. It's the first <laughs> offering since Keep Your Head Up, which was released years ago. Um. I think the production on this track sounds significantly better than anything from 2020. Um, yeah. I also think Joe's anything. singing voice <laughs> is massively improved. Uh, there's a funky melody. It's just a bit of a pop. Um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Um, yeah, I quite liked it. A bit more of the sort of 80s electronic sounds. I did when I was listening to it though. I did feel like is he just trying to copy the evolution of Tame Impala? Because with that first album, it was very pulling from early Tame Impala, and now this is sort of yeah, pulling fair. from very late Tame Impala. So I did feel there was a bit of um, unoriginality. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but, yeah. I think yeah. it is a good step in the right direction for actual production. So that's positive. Go on, Liam. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it when I listened to it, but it's very late Tame Impala, definitely. Really felt that. Very much so, to the point where I was like, well, I'm not really that massively into New Town Parlor, and so am I really into this? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like just by... You need to be original nowadays, because people have burnt out on a lot of things. And just by association, you... Um, I'm speaking here as me, but this is... Everyone feels the same way, I can tell you that much for free. Um, you need to be original. If you can't be yourself, who can you be? Not yourself. Be someone else. If you can't be you, be someone else. Yeah. Good advice. But at least be better than that person. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's fine. I think I preferred his earlier style, to be honest, the more rockier. Yeah, Flash Mountain is a bop, and I listen to that still most days, to be honest. Um. Anyway, well done for the production. Um. Next, we have... Well done for the hair. Sorry. Just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we have Launder. Um with the track intake and um, now did we talk about this last like the group or the individual no, we last week no we this is fresh this yet. week okay so from my understanding launder the band is um something that's come about through the main guy spending time with zachary hall smith of dive fame uh, we covered, sorry, we covered Dive's debut album in a classic this week. If you want to check it to out, that. check it out. Don't fucking interrupt me again. Bit of self promotion there, Yanni. Come on. Um, <laughs> and some other individual. Do you want me to find out, Jan? French singer songwriter Soko. He's on it. Or he's got that. Soko. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so um, I just wanted to say that because this song, very Dive. A very dive, very dive. Um, 
I I liked the chorus a lot. Very strong chorus, in my opinion. The rest of it was sort of, I was okay with. wasn't necessarily bad. Um, but yeah, uh, very much a dive influence that you can pick out from this track. I agree. When it first came on, I I got that, that funny feeling in my tummy by way of association. Of IBS. IBS, yeah. Um, irritable bowel shoegaze. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was decent. I, I think my, my love for the genre as a whole kind of clouded my thoughts on the track. But it, it was decent. I liked the melody of the, the vocals. I thought the vocals added to it. It, it. Yeah, it was decent. Good. Um, I quite enjoyed this actually more than more so than I enjoyed Rocky, the five albums. Come on! Uh, the main wow. riff, the guitar sound, reminds me very much of a song from Guitar Hero. It's also similar notes, and I just can't place it. It's actually sounds it. quite similar. Anyway. Uh yeah, I thought it was pretty alright. I'd be interested to hear a bit more. I don't, you know, I don't love it. I still, I'm not a huge fan of the genre. Um, but I'm happy listening to it. Um, while we're on the subject of dive, very quickly, they've finally uploaded um all the sort of EPs and singles um from before the debut album um onto streaming. Oh, nice. For the first time. So there's there's an EP of, of it, basically, just called Sometime Human Geist. Sometime and Human are um, obviously singles on off the album, um, Ocean, but these are like earlier versions of them. Um, and then the rest of them uh, are like B-sides to them and bonus tracks off the original album. Very good. So, yeah, I listened to it last night. Sounds good. Um, well, I mean, I've heard them before, so... I really like them. I know I do. Um, is it In the Meantime by Space Hog? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to it now and then. I'll interrupt you in a minute and tell you whether it is or not. Sound. Um, it Kiwi is. Kiwi Senior has had a uh, wee baby child. Um, also named him Kiwi. So by by that process, it's now Kiwi Junior. They've released a song we're going to talk about right now. Uh, called Unspeakable Things, except we are going to speak about it. So this isn't one of those things. Um, this was an all right track. I very much got uh, that stroke influence that we touched on from the last one again. Um, and that's all I've got to say. Yeah, I didn't I... pick up on the stroke thing at all, to be honest. Neither did I. Um, I did pick up on it being a oh. decent track, though, uh, and I liked the synth riff. Is this this album's now out? Ah, oh, well. Is it? Well, I, I can listen to the whole thing now if I wanted to, so I presume so. God damn it. <laughs> God damn um, it, Liam. I oh, might no, do that no. this afternoon because... No, yeah, I think it's later on. You cow. Um, <laughs> That's me. I, yeah, I quite like this song. I quite like the, the synth, uh, like the main riff tune. Uh, I like the sound of the synths very much. And it's a nice no, little... It's a nice little whistle, whistle, little bull, longable <laughs> little tune, you know? Get your head bobbing. Head um, bobbing. Pretty solid. You know, I quite like their first, uh, Kiwi Junior's first album. We actually covered it on this podcast, I think. I think we yeah, did. That's what you said last pod. time. 
Um, so, you know, I'll listen to this now one too. Um, but so far, I think from these first two singles, um, it might be better than the first album. Which what, isn't putting what the first one down. But it's um, bringing this one up. What Massive is... statement. Our uh, boy. Uh, our peers. Our boy. Paolo Nutini is clearly having some sort of breakdown. Yeah. Because, again, he has yeah. released two songs... Mm that seem to have absolutely no right to be on the same album as the previous three. They are called Acid Eyes and Petrified in Love. Yeah, I have um, no idea what this album is going to be. No, absolutely just... none. Um, I mean, fair play, if that's, if that's the route he's going for. Fair play. I can't imagine it's going to be great. Um, but <laughs> that being said, I really do like Acid Eyes. Um, I'm a guess of those, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It, it, it was nice and subtle, but his voice still shone through. Um, that that was really good. I think that will be a grower in terms of my penis. Um, I wish something just. Um, <laughs> I wish a bit more just happened in the song. Yeah. Um, but I like the kind of, yeah, I like the main kind of uh, melody of the acid artist bit and all that. Um, and this is probably the most like, I guess it's the, this is l- quite like, it's not really like Free Echoes. I don't, I'm trying to find some link between these two. I thought this was more I've... like um, that first one, he really, not, not Through the Echoes, uh, Lose It. The same kind of like building well, up kind of vibe. Oh, I think it's completely different to Lose It. I think Petr- Petrified and Love, which is the next one, is quite like Shine a Light. I definitely see a bit I meant of a... like in terms of the sort of tension. I think like it breeds. It, I don't yeah, think it's, it's a... similar to Through the Echoes. That's more of just a straight up best song in the world. Um... <laughs> true, yeah, true. Do you know what? Actually, now I'm listening to Lose It, and I actually get what you mean. Yeah, they they can. I can hear them on the same album. Yeah, uh, a very different part the... of the album. Yeah, those are the only two in my eyes that in my acid eyes that feel remotely like they work together. Um, and then Petrified in Love. Um, don't know what's going on at the start of it. I thought this would be a Parquet Courts tune. Um, <laughs> and then it turns into a very sort of punk, sort of a buzzcocks kind of thing, um, with the just the chords and the the whole song basically. Um, I didn't really enjoy this one to be honest. I just feel like he's releasing songs that don't suit him. Yeah, no, I completely yeah. agree. I wasn't really too into this one either. The the riff itself was pretty pretty decent, but it just felt really flat. Um, about yeah. two minutes twenty, there was like a, a drum solo, with like really reverberated vocals, and there was like kind of a solo that wasn't really a solo. And I thought, oh, maybe it's changing up. Maybe I'm going to be called back in. And then, shockingly, the vocals came back in, and it kind of ruined it, which is something I didn't think I'd ever say for Paolo because I love his voice. And I will marry yeah, him if he good. would like. Liam Nutini, I think it's got a bit of a... <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird. It, it, like I said before, this kind of reminds me of Shine Light, but in terms of like the production, it sounds completely different, which is weird. It just in terms of like the actual st- song structure, um, I think I said that Shine Light reminds me of the James song. I can't remember said that. Um, I think you did say Shine Light James. Reminds me a bit of... Um, like you know, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. That kind of either and type of music. Okay, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But no. again, the point 
here is what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what's going on? I just don't get it. I, I don't understand what's happening. What's going on? Um, but, but we'll move on. Gorillas feet Thundercat race a song Cracker Island. Um, naughty little dance bop. Oh, big time. This is um, a cracker. <laughs> it is a cracker. Um, and obviously, it shouldn't need to be said, but the bass is fantastic. Mm. Naughty. Backing vocals as well. Uh, mm. In, in yeah. what I assume is the chorus was really drove the tune along. It's, uh, it's, it's a good one. It's a good sure. one. Sure. Sure is. Yeah. And I, I like the kind of glitchy, like, synthy sounds towards the end as well that come in. I think that really works off. It's a good, it's, it's a well-structured dance song. It's the right length. It's perfect length, yeah. if you will. 3.33. Perfect. <laughs> Every song think, should be 3.33. Do you think Damon Albarn ever sees his family? Because that man is busy. <laughs> busy guy. I think this song took him about four minutes, right? Maybe yeah. so, but, I mean, uh, I he, he does not got rest. It. He just he sat down and did the little doom, bam, 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 and he's done. That's it. I Easy. mean, he makes that many songs that one of them, it's like throwing shit at a wall, something's going to stick. <laughs> yeah. I do like how this song starts just kind of get straight into it. There's no build-up. Get into the good stuff. And I very much appreciate that. Very solid tune. Very solid tune. From one very solid tune to another very solid tune, Average. in my humble oh, opinion. Uh, we've got Spiral Stairs with Hey 70. Uh, I thought this was fucking wonderful. Um, it was very repetitive, but that chord progression just got me in the place. And I loved it, and I was happy. Um, I like the music. I don't know if I like Spiral on it. I feel like the the blend is very weird. But I am listening mm. to it again now, and I feel like I just need to get a grip. I agree. Um, I think if Callum can Liam accept says. Spiral Stairs' voice, then you can, Yanni. No, it's not yeah. his but, voice. Yeah, it's the mix of it, his voice with the music. I, it's weird hearing him over this yeah, style of thing. Um, Do you know what you mean? So, I quite like this song. Stop putting words in my mouth, you bitch. <laughs> I am still genuinely surprised that Callum hasn't mentioned his vocals at all. No, it did, not, it, it, it did not. It did not. my experience. He did not. Um, yeah, no, I think this is a very pleasant tune. Um, and I like the sounds of the guitars and stuff. I do get what Kenny means about the vocals sitting on top of that. Um does kind of feel like it sits on top of it as opposed to as a part of the song. Um, but yeah, I really like this. Uh, in general, really like the tune. Uh, good tune, good tune. Tune, sound. A, tune, 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 tune. Tune, Jamie Tune. Uh, Jamie T. Um... <laughs> With the song St. George Wharf Tower. St. George Wharf Tower. Um, St. George. St. George. St. George Wharf Tower. Um, is a new track off his upcoming album. Um, I feel like he has to have one of these songs on every album he does. Yeah. I feel like I've heard something similar to this song ever since he's like come back um, from his little hiatus. He's had basically this song on every single Every single album, sorry. Um, I like the guitar riff. It's nice. Um, but I don't think I'd ever choose to put this song on. Yeah. And I probably would skip it because there's better versions of this that you've done. Couldn't agree 
more Ioannis. It was decent, <gasps> but it just felt like something was missing. And I think that something was that it's not a sign of the times. Yeah, I mean, Pete. No, oh, just stop crying. We do love um, Harry Styles. Yeah. I actually didn't listen to this. Uh, and so I've just listened to it now. I'm not like that very... Who cares about <laughs> my opinion on Jamie T, in all honesty. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but listen to it now. It sounds pleasant, but I'll also listen. like something that I'm not, I don't really care that much about. Um, and that's my that's my opinion. Thanks, all right, mate. I'm entitled to it. No. Have you ever no. been to LA, boys? I've never been to LA. Liam? I've never been to LA. No. Funnily enough, neither have Oscar Lang or Wallace. Um, what are you talking about? Willis, not Wallace. Oh dear! Uh, um, it, it was okay. decent. It, it, I, I'll never listen to it ever again. But it, it was all right. Uh, yeah, I've um, never listened know, to I've... it. Oh, so what, what have you done? On the same, same kind of flip of the coin. There, you'll never listen to it again. I'm, I have never listened to it. I'm a man of the past. You're a man of the future. We're, we work synchronously. That's not. What I don't think um, I've enjoyed anything that we've had listened to by Oscar Lang before. Whenever we've done that, I feel like I've always sort of been like, I don't care for this. This one, I don't think it was that bad. Probably my favourite one that I've can wow. remember hearing from him. Um, huh. I just thought the music was very nice and the vocals didn't really offend me. So, uh, wow. Yeah. I'm I mean, glad. you can't ask for more. I can't um, ask for more. Don't Liam, ask for more. You have you got it. it on now, or are you just not going to listen to it at all? YouTube's just not loading. Um, that's the ah, thing with well. YouTube ones, is that I always forget those ones, because I make a playlist on Spotify, and so if it's not there, mm. I forget. Well, so, maybe uh, no, but I don't feel like I need your to, fault. given your comment. Right. Um, Willow. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's my fault. I don't think it is, though. I think, Willow, it's, it's your fault. <laughs> um, that you're making I think it's Will's fault. bad music. Um, it's oh, also yeah, be fair. Um, Will Smith's fault um, and Jada's fault for creating this individual. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, um, I, I didn't mind this. I'm not going to lie to you. I quite well, enjoyed it. Yeah, I actively was going to say, I, I don't immediately hate this. <gasps> Gasp in the crowd. Uh, oh, wait. The pre-chorus is here to ruin everything. Yep, downhill rapidly. The only interesting part of this, in my opinion, was the verse. That was enjoyable to listen to. And then the rest was just like, no, I can't stand this. Fair play. Um, I think this style of music definitely suits Willow's voice more. Um, And if she is going down this route, then I hope she does it in this way rather than collaborating with like MGK and everyone because, you know, I'll never listen to that. Whereas this was all right and I enjoyed it. So... Is it safe to assume that Travis Barker did drums on this song? Almost certainly, but yeah, I was going to do all that. I normally, to stop. normally they, uh, he's like Credit listed him. as a feature. I think he's just he literally. Uh, I happen to watch an episode of the Kardashians. Oh, same. Yeah, same. I, I, I watch it. Coincidence? Why did she record the Christmas song? No, oh, no, okay. it, the one I'm. Uh, oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm making this up. It actually wasn't on the Kardashians. It was on a separate thing to do with Courtney and Travis. Um, I the actively hate them as a couple, though. Like, they I'm make me feel sick. Yeah. But yeah, Travis yeah, was saying um, he was talk- he was like showing his studio. I think it was like a tour around the house, actually. Uh, show- showing his studio, and he was like, "I've worked with this artist, this artist," and rattled off fucking twelve major artists. 
And I thought, well, he's just, he's the drummer, isn't he? He's a drummer in pop music nowadays. But I do want him to stop doing that. Uh, I agree. And I don't I... need to hear his little the same fills on every song. He didn't I'm almost this, certain oh, did. you've said that exact story word for word before. <laughs> when we covered uh, the last track that Willow did with Travis Barker, I'm sure you said it. Uh, well, apparently, the, the, the drummer of this track worked with Eve Tumor. Wow. Right, okay. There was uh, a bit so of Eve Will- Tumor about this track, I thought. Mm. The latest EP. Oh, yeah. Um, we were going to say that, were you, before I mentioned it? Do you feel like Willow's uh, trying to appropriate another genre now? A, a different part of uh, punk music? Trying to steal from somewhere else? Because she is uh, not a natural punk. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say? Who, Willow? So you say? Willow, yeah. You know, Willow. Oh, who gives a shit? It's only Willow's. Um, moving on to a very dim spotlight this week. Are we, are we doing this? Because um, I've not listened to it. Oh, no, we're not. Are we not doing that? No. Um, so dim that, <laughs> in fact, we're not going to go to it. Um, Did you listen to this album? No, I haven't. So it's just Do you want a me to say my word on it right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were meant to listen to Jack Johnson's new album, Meet the Moonlight, but we all couldn't be fucked, apart from Liam, who did listen to it. Um, Liam, tell us about it now. Uh, it's It's a nice Jack Johnson album. There you go. Brilliant. Lovely. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it more. I didn't waste I'll, my I'll, time. I'll add one thing to that. I enjoyed it more than his last album, which I can't remember the name of. Um, it was pleasant. It was nice. There's nothing really stand out about it. Jack Johnson still makes good music, but it's not stand out. Um, I, I probably should have mentioned this earlier. I've also been listening to quite a bit of, um, well, the same songs. Nick Cave this week. Callum. Um, well Jubilee Street, obviously, Into My Arms, um, Oh Children, and what's the other one I've had on? Lots and lots and lots. Uh, we came along this road. Very good. Um, I just finished to those four songs. Uh, oh, oh, and um, No Pussy Blues. When I just want to yeah, feel a bit great. You. Thank you. I will always Rocking. be eternally grateful for when you found that in that. I, did that I know, I saw that. That was, that I, can't was believe, I can't believe that was kind. Um, such a random place for it to be as well, isn't it? Mm. Uh, anyway, that's that's the pod. That uh, is the pod. Everyone, every wow. human. What a um, lovely editing time I'm going to have because it's 45 minutes. Thank yeah. you all. Um, You're welcome. And if you are watching this video right now, Hello. If you've made it this far, comment that you comment together. Together, we made it. Comment all the lyrics to "We made it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, not the explicit version, because yeah, no, don't do that. We don't want to um, associate with that, please. No, um, we don't swear. We don't. <laughs> we don't swear. As it as is apparent, if you listen to any one of our videos. Uh, watch any of them either. Uh, anyway, if you're on the video, like it, subscribe, um, and ding a bell so you're notified when we do upload, which we've been doing a lot more frequently. I think you'll find. Mm, um, just need to learn how to market now, don't we? I mean, I do too much as it is. Come on. If you're <laughs> if you're not watching us, then find the video 
on YouTube if you search Falls in the Hill podcast will be there. Um, Instagram and Facebook if you want to go to at Falls in the Hill podcast, Twitter at Falls in the Hill pod and for the video watchers, the creeps um, as referred to in the Always Sunny podcast um, just go to the the description because there's a, there's a link tree there with it all baby um, so thank you so much Liam have you got any facts for us this week you want a fuck um, did you know that porcupines become dependent the more they spend time with humans I'd talk about you, well, so why did I say porcupine because he called it porky that, that'd be why maybe uh, did you know this is a conversation I had yesterday uh, you wouldn't know that but <laughs> did you know the fact from the conversation the porky is a great name, uh, a great interspecies name. It's a species uh, fluid name. It works for anything. It works for porcupines, obviously. Doesn't work for it a works cat. Works for hedgehogs. A fat cat. Call it porky. Why not? Mm. Any fat animal. Or an ant. That's not a pet. It, uh, people do have pet species. I'm going to say. If you've got pet ants, you need to get a life. And I'm being yeah, hundred percent. Let those fuckers free, okay? Free the Not people. in the house, though. That'd be fucking wild. Free the ants. Do you know how many ants there are? I'm sorry, it's terrifying. Go on, quite a lot. There's there's at least ten. <laughs> at least there's at least ten, probably in this house. It, yeah, that I mean, scares me. He more. doesn't clean, does he? No, um, he and, on and on that note, it's time note. to end. Goodbye. Look after your ants. Goodbye.